Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I'm the host, Shane Ahmad. Thank you, everyone, for listening to my show. Um, today, on, well, on today's show, I am going to be talking to you guys about the Britney Griner prison release that happened last week. Um, I know many of you guys have seen on social media and in the news that she was finally released from prison. Um, I actually did a a podcast show on this back in March and um, 10 months has gone by and I'm going to go ahead and chime in a little bit about my opinions of how her release went down and the things that's been said about her in the Biden administration ever since um, last week when she was released from prison. But before I do that, I have a message coming from a sponsor. So I'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I am your host, Shane Ahmad. I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in with me today. Uh, I have a lot to talk about, about the Brittany Griner situation and the uh, prison swap that happened between her and Russia, between Brittany Griner and Victor Bout, the uh, merchant of death. He's been coined the merchant of death due to his, uh, to his war crimes and uh, selling of all types of armed weapons to different countries and things like that, even uh, selling weapons to terrorists, to armed Americans. Say that's alleged. He was actually convicted for it. So that's the type of guy who was released from prison in a swap for Brittany Griner, who just had um, marijuana on her. You know. So yeah, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I really do uh, enjoy doing these podcast shows. I would like to do more. I'm going to, and I think I'm going to start doing more during the week. Granted, it takes a lot of time, but you know, I really do appreciate the the listening audience. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I do shows and people sit and listen to it so hell shit y'all still listen i'm gonna keep coming back but yeah guys let's go ahead and talk about this britney griner situation um to some of those of you who may be listening to this show in like another country or whatever i did see that i have a listener in india but you know that doesn't mean you're not informed but you know it is something that may not be relatable to you so you may not have heard of it but back in february 17 2022 britney griner who is a WNBA basketball player and a uh, former Olympic gold medalist was arrested in uh, Russia for possession of marijuana. She had a marijuana weed cartridge that I guess she was using to vape or whatever. She said that she had a doctor's excuse or a doctor's note to carry that. But you know, that may go down here in America, but you're in Russia. So the Russian people, their rules, their um, laws are very different from ours. So unfortunately for her, um, they didn't care about that. So she was detained uh, on smuggling charges, basically saying that she was basically, um, what do you want to call it? Like uh, smuggling in drugs and, uh, you know, to sell drugs and stuff like that. And unfortunately, that's what happened. Um, Back in March of this year, I gave my opinions on that and I really rebuked her very bad badly um as at that time i was very angry with with the situation because i was more so upset because i was thinking you know you're going to russia you know that we're at where russia is at war with ukraine and in a sense russia's at war with us because the american government is helping fund a lot of this ukraine russia uh situation that's going on 
lot of you all may not know, but back in the 1990s, Ukraine wanted to get their own nuclear weapons program. And I believe it was either Bill Clinton or, or former President Bill Clinton or former President um, Bush, I believe, did a deal with them and made a treaty and said, hey, as long as you guys do not get a nuclear weapon program going on, if anything happens between you, your country, and Russia, we will have your back and we will help fund and we will help you fight and defend your country against Russia. So, of course, you know, what country wouldn't like the backing of the American uh, government with the military weapons and uh, advancement in technology? So, of course, Ukraine did that. Fast forward 2022, Russia decides that they were going to take over Ukraine and, and basically just still take the land back because it was part of the Soviet Union at one time, but it's not anymore. Russia is like, okay, we're ready for our land back. And Ukraine is like, hell no, we're our own country. And uh, President Joe Biden decided that he was going to fully support and honor the pact and treaty and agreement that the U.S. had with Ukraine. So... We have spent billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars in Ukraine helping them fight the war in Russia. Um, what are my opinions on that? My opinions is, you know, if you gave a country this treaty or pact to um, an agreement that this is what you're going to do and you guys sh shook and signed on it, then you have to do what you have to do. Um, I do think that it is in America's best interest to have our foots on the ground in places like Ukraine, which is close to Russia. Um, just in case, you know, there is a war or something breaks out between America and Russia, we can get closer to them than they can get to us, which is a good idea. But anyway, my opinions on the Brittany Griner thing is, um, when I first heard this, I was thinking, girl, why are you traveling around in Russia with weed on you? You can't go a couple of days without your weed? You know, then it got into the, you know, then it got me upset with all these people who are out here, you know, smoking weed and always high and have to have their drugs and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to be Mr. Perfect. I have tr smoked weed. I've tried it in my day. It wasn't my thing. It didn't last no more than a year. And I gave it up. I was like, you know, this is, this is very pointless. Um, but at the same time, I understand that there are some people who have to have it and things like that. But this is my issue. When it gets in between your work, your school, your friendships, your marriage, your relationships, um, then it becomes a problem. Or if you're someone who likes to drive around and smoke weed in the car and people can smell it, you know, as you're driving, the, the smell is, is, is so strong to where a police can literally pull you over because he has probable cause to pull you over. To me, it's, it's really stupid because it's like, okay, Weed seems to help people, but it's also a uh, downfall, a negative thing for the black community because so many black people um, go down on weed charges in our country. I mean, we all know people like that here. And in my thing was, I was like, Brittany Griner, let's go ahead and cut to the chase. You're black. You're an American. You're looked at as being a unpatriotic American. Uh, you're a lesbian. And you're a celebrity. Why the hell are you going to a place like Russia with weed on you? You know, was that not the moment where you said, you know, when I go over here, I'm going to be walking the straight and narrow. I don't want to mess. I don't want to like offend these crazy people here as they're already like naturally crazy, especially towards Americans and um, 
um, with things being so negative between Russia and America right now, you would think this girl, this lady would have had, would have had some sense because she did go to college. She is a graduate. She is 32 years old. You know, so I, maybe she thought that she was such a celebrity and they loved her so much over there that she could get by with that. I'm sorry to tell you, girl, who as you already know that wasn't that wasn't the case there. Um, so they decided to, to detain Brittany Griner over in Russia and eventually they charged her with um, drug trafficking. Um, she was charged on drug, drug trafficking charges and was going to be sentenced to nine years in a penal uh, facility, penal prison, on like hard labor type stuff. Um, and as we all know here in America, if you have a small amount of weed on you or something like that, granted you can get in trouble with that, you can get a, a huge fine, you can serve jail time, but for the amount that she had, which I'm not sure the exact amount, but apparently was something, you know, like a very small amount, and they got her on drug trafficking, you know. Nine years for that is ridiculous. You know, when they sentenced her to nine years, clearly they were being petty, and they were going to use her for their advantage. Um, and that's what's happened. So on December the 8th, 2022, after being in prison, in Russian prison for 294 days, can you imagine guys, you're, you've just finished your, your job in another country, you're on the, you're in the airport, you're ready to go back to your home country and you get detained. And not only did you, do you get detained there, you get kept there for 294 days in a Russian prison. Ugh, what a nightmare they had to have been. Well, I'm sure it, it was for her. Um, so she was there for 10 months, and um, the Biden administration uh, pledged that they were going to do all they could to get the release of Brittany Griner, um, even if that were, even if that, even if that meant for a prison swap, because we have some Russian prisoners, well, Russian people that are in prison here in America for terrorist things and all kind of weird stuff like that. And, you know, the American, the Biden administration was um, willing to give up one of those Russians to get back Brittany Griner. Um, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, that wasn't, a, you know, well, during, before the swap, there was such huge support for Brittany Griner um, in the media and the social media and on the news and things like that. People wanting her to come back home and stuff like that. Granted, what she did was very dumb and inconsiderate. Um, in, and when I say inconsiderate, inconsiderate to her damn self. I mean, come on, girl, you grown. If you're gonna smoke your weed, smoke it in the privacy of your own home. Don't be, don't travel with it. That's when you start getting in trouble. And that's not only for Britney, that's for anybody who does it. Once you start traveling with stuff, that's when you start, that, that's when it becomes, it's not even a, a, a recreation. That's when it's, it's a lifestyle, it's an addiction. And your addiction has taken you over. But anyway, so she, uh, she spent 10 years over, you know, 10 months over there in the Biden administration, decided they would do a prison swap. And um, so they decided to swap her out on December the 8th with Victor Bout, who is a um, arms dealer from Russia, um, who, like I said, sold very bad weapons to different countries, even to terrorist groups, provided them the weapons. Um, 
and the actual thing that got him arrested back in June 12, 2012, was that he was in Thailand and he was cutting a deal with a terrorist group to sell them weapons and he was going to airdrop them the weapons and these weapons were, were intentionally were going to be used to kill Americans and that's when the authorities in Thailand who set him up because this was all a sting came rushing into his hotel room to have him arrested he spent two years over in Thailand while the, while the legal proceedings were going on and then eventually was released back to uh, released to America um, for basically trying to give weapons to people to kill Americans and things like that and this is my dilemma, and this is why I decided to jump on here and do um, a podcast show on it. One, Brittany Griner, I, I never heard of the girl until this situation happened. I like basketball, but I like to watch college. I mean, I like to watch NBA basketball. I naturally don't watch the WNBA, but, you know, I do respect those women as they, they are living their dream. They're doing what they want to do, so there's a lot of respect. But unfortunately, it's... It is known that the WNBA does not get the type of support and TV time and uh, sponsorship as the NBA does. So, unfortunately, I never heard of her in my life. Um, I do know after she was detained, and I'm a guy, I like to watch all media, even if it's media that I don't agree with, whether it's watching CNN, which is it's kind of eh, you know, or watching Fox News, which can be kind of eh. Or watching, you know, MSNBC, BBC, America, or World, whatever, um, the PBS NewsHour, like whatever it is. Like I'm, I'm a guy, I'm well versed in a lot of, things, try to be well versed in a lot of things in life. And uh, one thing I do know that the conservative media was pointing out about Brittany Griner was that she was one of those uh, athletes who did not stand for the national anthem. And you know, a lot of the conservative Trumpers. Uh, they don't respect anyone who won't stand for the national anthem. But a lot of those people that I have noticed still won't respect you equally if you do stand for the national anthem. And I don't think they necessarily see see that. Um, we, I mean, being a guy from the South who has friends and family who, who served time in the military, I stand for the national anthem. anthem. I don't agree with everything America has done in history and is doing. But I do agree with some of the things that America has done in history and is doing. Everything in America isn't bad. Everyone is not bad. Every politician is not out here to to screw you over. Every social activist is not out here to steal money from you. So, and, or a social person. You know, we have people like Dr. Martin Luther King. Was he an angel? I doubt it. But who is? You know, who is an angel? So... I understand where some people may feel that the American government or, you know, standing for the national anthem does them, does them a disservice, but they live in a country where they don't have to stand for that. And so I respect it. Now, when I go to basketball games or football games, games, I stand because I am an American. And I mean, if there's one thing we all can agree on in that moment, granted, there's many stuff that we could disagree is why not stand and say, hey, this is my country. I'm proud of it. You know, I'm proud of a lot of things it's done. I'm not proud of a lot of things it's done. But, you know, I have family who've helped build this country. I have ancestors who've helped build this country. And we're all contributing to it. So why not stand for the damn thing? 
But if you don't want to do it, that's your thing. I'm not going to hate you or even look at you sideways. Um, so a lot of social, so a lot of the conservative media didn't like her because of her, her stance on that. So of course they threw her under the rug and said, if you don't like America, get out and all this kind of stuff like that. And it was like, well, hey, you got what you got what was coming to you. You didn't like the country. Now, now, now you're in Russia in the prisoner thing, and now you're crying and whining when it come back to the country that you don't even stand for. Which I can kind of understand what they're what they're saying, but those types of people don't realize that it's that type of mindset. It is people like them is why people like Brittany Griner will not stand for the uh, the national anthem. It's the hatred. It's the bigotry. It's the condescending, ignorant um, comment and ideas that cause people like Brittany Griner to say, hey, look, you guys, you know, a lot of these people here are racist and evil here. You don't care about me. You don't care about social equality um, in this country for minorities and, and stuff like this. So I'm not going to stand for this. And for the, those conservative people out there who, you know, said, oh, well, you got what is coming to you. This girl is a, a gold medalist. Not many people in this country can say that they brought this country a gold medal. You know, um, so give her her respect. You know, she, she's earned her respect in this world. If she feels that she feels she's making a social action for something, that's her thing. Isn't that, isn't that what I'm, being American is all about? We don't live in like Iran where if you speak up against the government, you could be killed or, or put in jail and stuff like that. So a lot of these people in this country, you know, say, oh, we live in the best country in the world and we, you know, we're free and stuff like that. But we, we're not because if we were, no one would give a shit that you stood for the American national anthem or not. So, so a lot of, like I said, a lot of conservative news media was saying, oh, yeah, you know, she got what, she, what was coming to her. And, and of course, she wanted to come back because she is married. You know, she's a lesbian. She's married to a woman. And her wife was pleading and wanting the Biden administration to do all that they can do to get her back. Now, I've just attacked the conservative people who were against Brittany Griner. Now, let me get to the black people. Okay. So, when Brittany Griner was over in prison, in Russia, so many black people that I saw on social media, because let's be honest, we live in a social media area, on the news, were pumping their fish, pumping their fist for having Brittany Griner released from prison over in Russia, and hoping that the Biden administration would do whatever they could do to get this girl back home to her family and her friends, and get her back safe over into this country. And we all knew that nine years for her, for her uh, criminal offense, for her hashtag drug trafficking charge was ridiculous. So, so a lot of black people were, you know, hoping that she came, you know, comes back. My stance at the time was, hey, you did the crime, you should do the time. But when I found out that the time was nine years, I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. I thought maybe they would have given her a year or two and sent her back over here. But no, Russia is petty as they come. And they were like, no, we're going to hold this girl for nine years unless you give us back one of ours. End of story. So, of course, unfortunately, Russia had the um, had the power there because Brittany Griner is, that's kind of a, that's honestly a, a very, that's a misdemeanor. Can you, can you imagine going to jail and, I mean, going to prison for nine years if you go to Walmart and steal a Snicker bar or something like that? 
Like, granted, you may get caught, you may have to pay for the Snicker bar, you may get banned from coming to, to Walmart, but imagine if Walmart says, oh, we won't even put in jail for nine years for this. Like, yeah, you want anybody to do whatever they could to get you out of there. So all these, you know, all the black people, and there's a lot of support in, in the black community for Brittany Griner, and I can say that because I consider myself an African, well, an American of African or some type of descent. Granted, my father's side is has a lot of European stuff going on. So people look at me and they say, you know, what do you identify as? Mm, I identify as a black American, put it that way. Um, granted, my dad's mom looked white. Well, she looked like she was white and Indian or Native American. But anyway, that's beside the point. So after Brittany Griner is released from prison on December the 8th, I get on social media and I see there's a lot of people who are happy to see her home. And also I see that there are a lot of people who were getting into all the conspiracy theories about why Brittany Griner is home and all, and, and this stuff like this. And I was thinking, wait a minute. So this girl is home and people are still making an issue about it. And unfortunately, and you know, I get passionate about this, Unfortunately, it was the black community who was more negative towards this girl getting out of prison. Now, they were negative towards the Biden administration for getting this girl out of prison and negative towards her. Then the conservative media. Granted, Donald Trump did get on TV and talk about, um, you know, he didn't think that was a, a very good swap. But let's see. Let's be honest. He is a heavily flawed man. And at this point, who really takes in account of takes him in accountability to the things that he says and does. This is a man who has so many open criminal investigations going on with him and his businesses until it's ridiculous. So you could take that with a grain of salt. But anyway, I was just appalled by how many black people in this country who were attacking the Biden administration, attacking uh, Brittany Griner for her being released and saying that um, we should not have released her for such a dangerous man in Victor Bout. That wasn't a fair trade and things like that. Well, the people who are saying that are clearly the people who don't do their research. As a podcast host, one thing I have learned over the last 10, 11 months I've been doing this, and I'm not, you know, I'm still new to it in a sense, is to do your damn research before you get on and start talking shit about somebody. And as a guy who went to college, I also know I'm not going to start talking about something or open my mouth to, about something to, to someone if I'm ignorant to it. Um, if someone asks me something or anything like that, I don't have a clue about what they're talking about. I will tell them, hey, I'm not sure. Enlighten me. Let me go do some research on it. Because at this moment, I can't give you an intelligent rebuttal or conversation about whatever the hell it is you're talking about. Because um, what you're talking about or what's going on is far beyond beyond my depth at the moment. <laughs> so let me go read, you know. So, so people are just giving this girl hell and giving the Biden administration hell and stuff like that and saying that, you know, they shouldn't have released her. But let's be honest here. Who the hell else they was going to find? Was Russia willing to give up somebody, an American over there uh, no was, was Russia looking to give up uh, Brittany Griner for a Russian who was over here for such a minor charge I doubt it because you know why there isn't any America's our laws isn't isn't like you know those that of Russia um, 
because if basically America, if we figured out you're not here trying to do terrorist things or you're not here being a spy or doing espionage type stuff or smuggling like tons of drugs, we don't give a shit. Go back to Russia. So there wasn't going to be an even prison swap people. Um, and Victor Bout, who was released, let me give you some, some knowledge on this issue issue here. He was in prison in America. Well, he, well, he was basically, you know, went to prison in June 12, 2012. I mean, 2012, excuse me. And was going to be released on August 2029. But he was going to be up for parole in three years, which would have been 2025. So if he was going to be up for parole in 2025, do you you guys know what that means? He was going to be out and about doing his stuff anyway. And let's be honest here, guys. He hasn't been in the, the arms dealing stuff since 2012. Do you think he was the only arms dealer in this in this world? Unfortunately, he's not. There's still wars going on, and there's still people being killed, and there's still terrorism going on. So, like, the man was going to be free regardless. So, if they decided to just go ahead and push this back to get this girl out of this crazy Russia, because we're, no, you know, things have escalated in Russia. We don't know what's going on. If you could get out the most innocent people out of Russia as you could before things escalate further with this Russian-Ukraine war, you do what you need to do. And I was watching uh, basketball. No, I wasn't watching basketball. I was watching um, a television show between a, te- uh, a new show with Charlemagne and the God, who's also from South Carolina. What's up, Charlemagne? I know you don't listen to this, but hell, you may listen to it one day. You never know. But anyway, so Charlemagne and the God had an episode uh, show, and he had and he was talking about this situation here, and he asked his opinions from some of the panelists on the show, and this guy whose name was Dr. Umi, I think his name is, he's a black guy, um, he said that he feels that the only reason that Brittany Griner was released from prison was because of four scenarios. She was a woman, well, well, was, let me, let me clarify, he feels that Biden administration did all they could do to get this, to get Brittany Griner home because of four scenarios which would benefit the Biden administration. 2024 as they go uh as he you know possibly runs for re-election and possibly has another uh a second run at donald trump he said that being the fact that britney griner is a woman she's black she's a celebrity and she's lgbtq plus ia then that was the reason that he that the Biden administration did all they can do to get her out. And that was Biden's only political interest for Brittany Griner. And, and things like that. And said that, you know, when you have, if you can make the black people happy, you can make the black women happy, you can make celebrities happy for you, and also make the, the LGP, basically the gay people happy. Then that's that's looking good, and that's the only reason that Biden did that. Well, let me tell you this, Doctor Umi, and all the people who were making this a conspiracy and a white thing and all this kind of stuff. And my thing is, what would be the uh, what would be the reason why the Biden administration or any other president administration do 
anything for anybody in this country, especially the people who voted for you. I, w- I would ask that guy, Mr. Dr. Umi, or I could, you know, it's hard, it's, his name is hard to pronounce. I would say, man, if you were the president of the United States and this, and Brittany Griner was in prison, what would you do? Would you turn a blind eye to her? Would you not care? Would you, you know, would you do other stuff to this innocent lady here? Um, or if you can get a political gain out of this and free someone who's innocent from a country who we have animosity with and tensions arising between the two powerhouse countries, would you go ahead and get this innocent girl out of there be- before things get really rough? What you would do is say, hey, let's get this girl out of here um, because she's an innocent, you know, innocent person. And she's got out of jail and... Um, I'm going to do what I have to do. And if I make the gay people happy and the black women happy and the women in general happy and the celebrity people in general happy, then that's what I'll do. Most presidents do everything for political gain. Things that uh, Donald Trump does. Do I think he necessarily supports it 100% behind closed doors? No, I don't. But he... He talks to and he does things to the, his base of people that will support him. So if he's going, so if making them happy, so if he's going to do something that a lot of people may not like, but it supports his base, then he's going to do what he's going to do. And I would like to say to those conspiracy theorists who, you know, all these conspiracies and knocking Joe Biden for, for his administration for getting this girl out of prison just a few months ago, we've been asking for him to get to do all they could to get this girl home. I want to say these these things to you. What would be the alternative? What you, if you were in the situation or your loved ones was in this situation, in the same exact situation, would you want the current president administration to do all they could to get you out of prison or your loved one out of prison in that moment? Or should you spend nine years in jail in Russia? Do you, you know, let, let, let's be, let's be honest here. Um, and I, in, in the conspiracy theorists that I, you know, I was reading comments and, you know, they had no plan. They had no rebuttal. They had no other um, idea for this situation for Brittany Griner. So it was just like, and that's when I realized that, and I may just be the only guy who feels this way. And I'm fine with that. This is my podcast show. You don't necessarily have to agree with everything I say, but you're, you're clearly listening. So this is what I have to say. We as a people in this world need to be wary of conspiracies and the conspiracy theorists who push these things. I'm talking about people who are always talking about using words like they, them, and stuff like this. When you t- you know you're talking to a conspiracy theorist when everything that goes on seems to be a conspiracy and it's all about they and some higher power behind the scenes pulling the strings for stuff like that. Do I think things are dishonest in this world and do I think things are money and power driven? Yes, I do. Do I think everything is money and power driven? No. Do I think conspiracy theorists offer up any better uh, solutions for things often? No, I don't think they do. I think they just like to, uh, to divide people. And unfortunately I could be ignorant as fuck for this and excuse my language, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's heavy in the black community. 
I don't see all that conspiracy crap going on in the white community. Granted, it does. In the Asian community, in the in the Latino, Hispanic community, the Indian. I don't see a lot of that stuff going on. Do they probably have some? Sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. But not to the magnitude of black people. Because you know why? Those different ethnic groups are more... Um, what do you want to call it? They are more liberated than uh, all of the blacks here. When I say liberated, I mean like they support each other better. It's not so divisive. It, being a black person in America, I'm always, I always feel like I have to defend myself and I feel so divided against my own race. And, and I look at other races and see that they're not like that. They stick together. But it's us, it's us black people who don't. Um, and in the end, in these it's things like these conspiracy theories that's going on in the world. Um, and people don't know how to, a lot of black people don't research They, you know, they don't read, they don't know how to form their own opinion about anything, even if it's a negative opinion, even if it's not something everybody is going for many of us. Or, you know, just read comments on Instagram and things like this. And that's where we form our thoughts instead of going back to the research and things like that and doing your own reading. And for all those conspiracy theories out there, who when they come across me and I realize that they're conspiracy theories, I tell them, well, what do you think should be done then? They can't tell you anything because you know why? Because they don't want a solution. They like confusion. And that's what's screwing up, up one of the things, many things that are screwing up the black community, I, I feel. Can you imagine, like, if Brittany Griner was white, you know, and lesbian and all this kind of stuff, and also um, in Russian prison and was released from prison? Do you know how many white people would have just either been happy that she was here? You know, they would probably be happy that she's home and stuff like this. But, oh, no, you got the black people over here who want, you know, who say black lives matter and all this kind of stuff. But yet, we're so divisive against each other. And, I'm, and I've said this on my show before, and I'm going to say it again. Um, and people may say, oh, you're just ranting, you're just going off in a, a, a rant or whatever. Well, it's a podcast show. If you listen to podcast shows, uh, the ideas and interests usually goes around the host, um, especially if it's a one-man show. But anyway, this is my thought and idea uh, for, as a black man in this country, and I've said this before. I have dealt with racism in this country, living in the South, very rare. Because you know why? One, I don't put myself in situations many, you know, often where that would happen. Um, I'm articulate, I'm smart, um, I'm aware, and you know, I don't hang around a lot of racist people or hang out with, at places where racist people hang out. Um, I've experienced or noticed prejudice acts towards from people towards me in public. Yeah, you, you know, you can't really get that. You can't really get away from that. And, and, and probably, there's probably some people who feel the same with me. I don't know. But I will say this. I have been treated way better as a black man in America by the white race, <laughs> by the white race people, white Southerners, than I have been treated by my own black people. And I am a pro-black guy. If you know me personally, you know what I mean. I'm a pro-black guy, but unfortunately, it is the black community that has been the most negative 
towards me in everything, you know, in anything in life. Um, and it's, and it's often unwarranted. You know, it's often unwarranted. I'm a guy, I try to support black business. I try to do things like that. And for some reason, black people, we we don't really want to do well with, with one another. We don't want to play with, you know, well with one another. So that's why when Black Lives Matter came out, I didn't support it. At first, I was going to support it. And then I started realizing some things. And I started realizing how black people within the black community treat other blacks as dirt and trash and eve as probably even more hateful than some of the white people treat treat um, have treated black people in this country. So the Black Lives Matter thing is crap. And I think the black people in this country need to stick together, pull behind Brittany Griner and say, hey look, a politician did something to help a minority in this country and we're happy for it. Um, you know, Joe Biden, I, I went to college, he's you know looking to get legislation passed where Student loans, you know, they can erase some of our student loan debt. Granted, the Supreme Court hasn't held up and, you know, it's kind of suspended that um, that plan at the moment. And they're working out the kinks in court. But, yeah, um, I like it when the Biden administration or any administration throws the bone to minorities or people who are not rich or, you know, and it's because, you know, you have a lot of politicians who look out for the rich and the big, powerful corporations but off rarely do they look out for the, the little man. And when the little man gets a bone, why gripe about it? That's so stupid. That is so dumb. Do I smoke weed? No, I don't. Do I understand why people smoke weed? Honestly, I don't. I think it's stupid. Um, I think anything addic- addictive and you're sitting there put, puffing to your face all day and got to have and stuff like this and you can't cope with it, you can't live with yourself, it shows you have an issue. But hey, people still do it anyway. But do I think... Um, oh man, I forgot where I was going with that. But do I think that that should be a disqualifier for anybody? No, I don't. So it's just kind of like black people, let's start pulling together. Whether you're black, fat, tall, skinny, gay, straight, trans, all this kind of stuff. We need to start embracing the fact that people are different in this country. And we need to start realizing when we start hating on each other, it's the same hate that we have been getting in this country for years, hundreds of years, just for being our color. And I know there's a lot of pe- black people who may agree with me, and there's some who may not. And I'm not saying that we need to um, agree with everything that we do. I just say we need to support each other when good things happen towards us. And in closing, I'm going to say this before I close the show. Where is that same energy that a lot of these black people who've been criticizing the Biden administration and Brittany Griner and the things that she's done, where is that saying, well, well, not the things that she's done, but the, you know, carrying weed with her while she was in Russia. Where is that same energy in our community to our brothers, our sisters, our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, our friends, who are also riding around in their car with weed and get caught and go to jail and got to spend so much where is the do why aren't we condemning those people huh why aren't we condemning the people those people who are doing that where where, where is the same energy for, for those people it's rare but yet you get mad when a white cop pulls a black boy over or a black person over who is smoking loud in his car and the cop can smell it as he's riding behind him 
and oh, it's a, it's, it's discrimination and stuff like this and blah, 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 blah. I will tell you, the former law enforcement officer, you don't find many white folks driving around and riding around and smoking weed in their car. <laughs> you know, because as a black man, I would tell you this, I'm already, we were already targeted. You know, if I'm black, I'm riding the Dodge Charger, my windows are tinted, and uh, people, you know, and I'm smoking weed and the weed is loud, I'm a, I'm a target. People may say it sounds ignorant for me to say that. It sounds whitewashed, but it's the truth. We live in America. It's the truth. Why not smoke your weed somewhere else? Why not smoke in the privacy of your home? Is this something you just have to do? You know? So it's just kind of like if a lot of the people who are giving Brittany Griner these negative connotations for smoking her weed, you know, bringing her weed with her to Russia, do that to your brothers and sisters too. And your friends and your cousins and your aunties and uncles who get caught with weed and got all these who are in jail for their weed weed charges and stuff like that. S- stop looking at law enforcement for in, in a bad way for doing their job. You know why? The law enforcement wouldn't have our friends and cousins and brothers in, in, in jail for weed charges if our friends and cousins cousins and brothers weren't getting caught with the damn thing. Jesus Christ. I remember I had a roommate years ago who um I'm no longer friends with or have anything to do with. Um, he smoked weed morning, noon, and night, literally, and he would smoke it. He would have it on top of the counter in the, in the kitchen. And when you walked into the apartment, as soon as you open the door, there's the kitchen, there's the bar. So if law enforcement or a police officer ever bust down the door, actually came in our house and opened the door, there's all this marijuana that's sitting on the couch, on the, uh, on the bar. I think that's very stupid. I think it's ignorant. And if you need to smoke your weed, be a little more discreet about it, people. You know, be more discreet about it. Um, don't get in the car and smoke weed. Are you that much of a fucking addict till you gotta get high? You know, so it's just kind of like, y'all do better. We we as a black people, we need to do better. Um, and when good things happen for black people. And the conspiracy theories are making it into a conspiracy. Listen, it's the conspiracy theory theorists who are probably the enemy of whatever situation is going on. It is nothing wrong with being happy for someone else, regardless of what they had to do to find their happiness. If Joe Biden's administration had to trade off Britney Griner with a with a terrorist type guy who's going to be free in a couple years anyway then it is what it is go ahead and do what you got to do get this girl home because I guarantee you Britney Griner her wife her family her friends and all the people who are supporting her are very happy for her just because you may not agree with the politics behind everything doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing but yeah that's enough of that guys I talked longer than I anticipated on that I appreciate you all for listening. Um, there's some more things. There's some other things that I'm going to come to you guys and talk about this week that has been on my mind and in the media and in the news. So I will be back with you guys at some point this week. But until then, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.